And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I am Kevin, here alongside my sister Mary. What up, everybody? And we are continuing our coverage of The Office this week with Season 8, Episodes 13 and 14, Jury Duty and Tallahassee. Woo! Now, before we jump into this week's uh, episodes, Mary Bear, why don't you let everybody know what we talked about last week? Sure, guys. So last week, we covered Episode 11, Trivia, where basically Andy is so desperate to please Robert California, he drives his entire office to Philadelphia to compete in a trivia contest instead of actually just selling $800 worth of paper. Um, And then we find out that the A-team doesn't know who the NBA sixth man was that year, (laughs) and that the team, the Einsteins, which comprised of Meredith, Kelly, Aaron, and Kevin, won the whole thing. The whole damn enchilada. Good shit. Yep. Um, And then in Pool Party, which I have to say is one of the highlights of season eight for me. It's been good. Yeah, that was a good Um, one. Basically, Robert California's impending divorce is making him sell his mega mansion in the hills of Scranton. Mm. And um, so he decides to have everybody come over for a pool party, a get-together, if you will. And And it turns into, like, the drunken orgy that he always wanted. Always. Well, yeah, it kind of, I mean, there were penises exposed. Yeah, there were three penises exposed. I'm pretty sure Meredith had to have had her boobs out at some point. Definitely. Um, Dwight rocked some sweet cut-off jorts. (laughs) Aaron used uh, Dwight to flirt with to try to get Andy Because Andy was there with Jessica, his lady friend, who he was going to propose to, allegedly. Allegedly. And he did not. Nope. Um, All because Aaron knew what the fuck uh, the Bernard family family crest was. Fucking stupid. But it was a great episode. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And that brings us into this week, Season 8, Episode 13. So that's jury duty, and you got this. I so, do. Let's go. All right, guys. So our cold open starts with Andy demanding to clear out the warehouse, and Val only asks him to clean up, and he goes, "I don't know if I can if I can promise that." Okay. So then he turns on Footloose, and he says that basically to deal with the stress, he start he dances. Yeah. And so Footloose is playing. He's like pulling plastic wrap out. He's busting up the bubble wrap. He's fucking throwing, like, the shredded paper in front of a fan and letting it snow down on him. Yep. Very reminiscent Michael. of Michael yeah. destroying the warehouse. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. He said, oh, sex also works. Yeah. And apparently the woman that he's been dating long term, he doesn't get it They don't from? sex. They, they don't sex. They don't sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, don't have, they don't have sex and stuff. Yeah. So anyway, that's our cold open. So now we find uh, Jim is returning to the office. And we find out that he was on jury duty for the week, and everybody's asking him about it. And um, he's like, oh, it's kind of boring. They're like, what? So then we had a talking head, and he says that he was released at noon on Monday. But he thought it was stupid to come back for half a day, and then on Tuesday, Pam was super overwhelmed with the kids, and then three more days happened. And so... He took a mini vacation. Exactly. So now... um, Oscar, or I'm sorry, Aaron, I think, announces that Angela had the baby. Yeah. And Kevin's first question, is it black? Because that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and Daryl's like, why would that be hilarious, Kevin? He goes, because, you know. It'd be funnier than if she had a Chinese baby. Yeah. And then I go, come on, guys, back me up. And, and everybody's like, no, man. No. <laughs> well, no. Ryan's kind of Ryan's like, like oh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now, um, apparently there was a pool for when... Angelo was going to drop this egg, and uh, Kevin lost because he had the right month but the wrong year. (laughs) um, But then Oscar says, well, nobody won because she wasn't due for another month. Mm -hmm. Ooh, she had a preemie. Preemie. That's some March of Dimes shit right there. (laughs) Go support March of Dimes because they're a great organization. Jude's and all that, yeah. Yeah. Um, So anyway, Oscar, um, everybody's like, oh, we should go visit her. And Phyllis and is just like, oh, I would love to, but no. Yeah, and Jim is it. just like, no, nah, man, it was just there. I'm not interested <laughs> in going back. Yep. Um, and Oscar says that him and Kevin are going because accounting is its own little family. <laughs> and Gabe comes out. He's like the Internet Explorer of this office. <laughs> yeah. Like five minutes later, he's like, guys, Angela had the baby. <laughs> and he says that he wants to go visit because... Maternity wards are like borderline horror shows because things can go so right or oh so wrong. <laughs> I love Which Gabe. is pretty fucked up Gabe, when you think about Gabe's it. Gabe's becoming one of my favorites. <laughs> He's very dark. Yeah. Like all that spooky shit that mm-hmm. he did. Like, oh, yeah. It really set up the was dark side. Cinema of the Uncomfortable or whatever um, it was. The Disturbed, the disturbed or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, 
just really fucking weird, though, to say about a maternity ward. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now we're in the break room, and Andy's asking for more details on the case. Jim again says it was just really boring, and that's when everybody's like, dude, you were there for five days. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out that Stanley... Um, had to cover had his to customers, cover, yeah. And then his wife got to the TV first, <laughs> and he had to sit through her shows... Phyllis says that her car got smashed while she was visiting one of her clients, his clients. <laughs> yeah. And then she, when she got it detailed, they stole her meter money, which is a real thing, guys. Is it? In screen. Oh, my God. Yeah. People Explain. are. Okay. Because I was just downtown today. I used one of the new parking kiosks. Well, those are new. Uh, and we're actually going to touch on that pretty oh, soon. Oh, okay. Um, but at a, a certain point in, in like the city surrounding Scranton, I'm sure it's the same way in other states, other places, but... We still have change meters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So some people, if they know that they go there frequently, like our father, he's a salesman and he drives to these different businesses, he has his meter change Mm -hmm. so that when he does happen to have to park on street, he has enough change that he can just pop it in the meter and he's not scrounging under a seat like I always am (laughs) because I never leave my house, so (laughs) I never have to have meter money. Mm -hmm. But um, she says the detailer stole her meter money. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so when she, when when you said that, I'm just like, wait, like they like dug into it or something, and, like no. refucked the machine, refucked. I don't even know what I'm saying. No, when she got her car detailed, gotcha. they stole her meter chain, which is so sad. So then, um, but I have to ask though. Stanley said his wife got to the TV <laughs> because he was busy talking to yeah, get it out because he, he was busy talking to one of Jim's God, customers. Sorry, guys. So he had to stay home or yeah, stay at work. How late. is he not divorced? He cheated oh, no. on her and took Cynthia to Pam and Jim's wedding. Maybe Cynthia and him <laughs> got married. I don't know. But it was just the way he said. I was like, wait a second. Woman has no self esteem. He took Cynthia to their wedding. Like <laughs> that was awesome. The fuck. He went to. He took her to the garden party too. He did because Gabe was talking to Stanley's and mistress. His mistress. <laughs> so she still is a mistress. She still is a mistress. Just a very well known. mistress. <laughs> Everybody knows who she is. God. Yeah, she went to Andy's play. <laughs> Seriously, that's what I mean. It's <laughs> so awesome. So. Um, we're in a talking head and Jim's like, wow, I had no idea that me being gone was going to affect everybody so badly. I guess I should give him a good story then. Yep. So now Jim is like talking and this is Toby fucking walks up <laughs> He's so crazy. and he goes, oh yeah, when I was on J duty, you know, the strangler case, like <laughs> trying to be cool Name guys dropper. so yeah. fucking hard. He's like, we used to actually do the reenactments of the strangling with Ernesto's empanadas. And uh, that's when Jim goes, oh, yeah, Ernesto's. We love that restaurant. And he goes, food truck. He goes, yeah, yeah. And that's when Dwight is immediately suspicious. Like, you see his head turn. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, Jim. Jim, 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 (laughs) Jim. Like, I can imagine that going on in his head. So now we're at the hospital. And it's Oscar, Gabe, Kevin, and Aaron. And Oscar, they're right at the room. And Oscar turns around and he warns them, like, Listen, guys, if you've never seen a preemie, like, they're really tired, or tired, tiny, <laughs> um, it might look weird, like, just be prepared. It's gonna look like an alien. Yeah, try not to react, and don't say anything about it being tiny. Mm-hmm. So they go in, and Angela has a monster baby. <laughs> yeah, it's like 20 pounds. It's like, it's a... like half her size. <laughs> it's like her upper body is baby. It's fucking huge. It really is. So, and Kevin's just like... Oh my god, he's so fat. <laughs> and they're all like, Kevin, he goes, You said not to say anything if he's tiny. You didn't say anything about him being fat. He's a monster baby. Seriously. And then the senator goes, He's substantial. And Aaron goes, He's a monster. <laughs> Which is, I mean, we have some big babies in our family. Oh my god, these kids are like little gorillas. Yeah. You know? And they come some, out looking that way. We have some substantial babies in our family. We'll just say that. Where we've been like, holy shit. Yeah. What do you feed that kid? Like, it's amazing that their mother can walk. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so now Dwight is trying to poke holes in Jim's story by going like, oh yeah, so uh, you said the guy was in the left lane and... The biker went up to the left lane and blah, blah, blah. And Jim, like, you can tell Jim's really not paying attention. His head's down. He's like, yep, yep, yep. And he goes, that's funny because I never, you never said that the victim was on a bike. (laughs) So, short little insert about me. I like watching things with uh, subtitles on, guys. I'm one of those (laughs) sick individuals. Mm -hmm. And um, I just love that this is what it says when Dwight laughs and he goes, Dwight laughs villainously. (laughs) 
Like, sometimes the adjectives that Netflix uses just makes me That's laugh harder than anything. So now um, he makes a big show of it, and he's just like, I got you. You're screwed. <laughs> I love Dwight's just pure joy mm-hmm. as he's looking at Jim saying, you're screwed. I always, I always thought I would take you down. Oh, that's such joy. Yeah, yeah it's it just is. pure joy. It's delight. He looks and... like Ernest or something there. <laughs> hey, Vern. Right. Funnily enough, we um, somebody was actually discussing Ernest. Because he's awesome. This weekend at er- a uh, get-together at a really? friend's house. Yeah. Why were they discussing Ernest? Uh, we were discussing nostalgia and how... Like Halloween Town, like it was great when we were kids. We loved it, but if you didn't see it as a kid and you try to watch it's it garbage. now, you're like, "What? The what is fuck? Halloween Town? Is it's that a Disney, Disney movie? movie with yeah. Debbie Reynolds? Oh, and yeah. all of like the supernatural creatures live in this town called Halloween Town, and it's in a different realm, like realm. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And so, and my husband actually said, "Oh, Ernest scared silly." Scared straight. Yeah, I think it is. No, scared silly. Okay, I think, or probably something like that. Ernest but P. Worrell. Hey, he was Vern. like, "I'm almost afraid to watch it now" because he's like, in my mind, it was the best thing ever. Ernest Saves but... Christmas holds up. I will say that. <laughs> but anyway, back to the show. Sorry, yes. guys. So, Joe, uh, Dwight is making this big show. He tries to make a citizen's arrest, <laughs> and he says, "I want a judgment by combat." By, uh, by combat, Dwight's justice. <laughs> As he looks at the camera, he goes, Dwight's justice. <laughs> um, so Dwight tries to make Andy fire Jim. Yeah. And Dwight, um, <laughs> Andy makes Dwight take a actual, like, a metaphorical chill pill, but to physically yeah. do it. Which Dwight takes the drink, he crushes the cup and throws it in the garbage. Mm-hmm. And then he sits down, and he's like, Andy... If Jim were to have lied about jury duty, you'd fire him, right? And Andy's like, yeah, if he lied like about jury duty, you'd mm-hmm. fire him to Timbuktu. And you just see Jim's face kind of drop. <laughs> He's been ahead. Yeah. So now we see Jim in the stairwell, and he's confessing to Andy that he did not go to jury duty. He did mm-hmm. not have it. That Pam is just super overwhelmed with kids, and she needed his help. And Andy's um, line of, no one's ever lied to me before. That's dude, good shit. And you know that Jim wants to be like, you mean Angela, your fiance, who was fucking Dwight the entire time? <laughs> yep. Okay. So now Andy's upset and he won't, but like Jim's like, we just have to come clean about it. And Andy's like, not after what I just said to Dwight. We need to cover this up. So now, instead of coming clean like Jim wants to, Andy's going to fuck this situation <laughs> up. Yeah, immediately you know that before yeah. it even goes anywhere, yeah. But now we see Dwight and Nate down in the parking lot, and Ernesto's empanada truck is here. Mm-hmm. And um, so they bring him upstairs, and Nate is Ernesto's Spanish to English translator here. Yeah, I will use I, but it's not really me. I'm speaking for <laughs> Ernesto. Yes. I know it sounds confusing, <laughs> so but great. it'll be okay. Well, I love Nate. I love that we're getting him, like, peppered in here. He's so kind. It's amazing. So now... Um, Toby comes out and he's like, Ernesto. And Ernesto's like, eh, Toby. Eh, 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 and like imitates a strangler. Mm-hmm. And um, so Dwight asks him if he remembers Jim. And Ernesto's just like, uh, no. And of course Nate's like, no, he does not. I do not. So now um, Andy, of course, is trying to cover now. And he's like, well, you can't remember all of your customers. Like, I only remember three of our clients. And... Dwight goes. He remembered Toby, the most like the most forgettable man ever. <laughs> so bland. It's so amazing. So now Dwight tries to get Jim to trip up yet again, and Andy says that he um, drove Jim to the courthouse every single morning. Yeah. Because his car was broken down, and so this just brings up more questions. Like, because mm-hmm. Andy's like, I live by the courthouse, so so of course they're like, so you drove from the courthouse. Mm-hmm. To Jim's house and, and then, then back. back. And again, it's just really... Andy's fucking it up. Yeah. Now, guys, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> in Scranton, the courthouses, federal and county... Yeah, there's two, yeah. Um, they're both located, like, right in the center city square, mm-hmm. essentially. I don't know if there's apartments yeah. near oh, there. Oh, yeah, there's tons of them. On Linden okay. Street, which is allegedly where Jim and Pam live in previous <laughs> yeah, episodes. True. There's yeah. no quarry on Linden no, Street, though. no. Although, is that on... Yeah, is that Jim Parent? Jim's parents, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> Which yeah, is right around the on, corner. So they didn't do the well, geography. Well, Linden goes center Go right through, it's yeah. It's uh, this 
Uh, Center you know, City, yes. Yeah, that but, one. Yeah, so they didn't do the geography homework. Not at all. Google Maps. Not at all. But, um, so anyway, I love that they're taking the empanadas around and, like, Creed's like, I'm a burrito man, but if you don't tell, I won't. <laughs> Wink. And then uh, Phyllis goes, do you have any American Mexican food? <laughs> Which is the most Scranton thing oh, very. I've ever heard. <laughs> the most American thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Do you have any American Mexican food? And I believe that that's um, down in Texas. They have Texicano or something. Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex. Yeah, Tex-Mex. Dude, there's a documentary, the Cheer Cheer documentary on Netflix. They the actually, cheerleaders? yeah, it's a Texas community college okay. that they follow these cheerleaders on. But um, there's they're like filming a class, and the teacher's like talking about. I guess it's like a Texas government class that okay. they're man- oh, mandated Houston, to take. Baby. That they're mandated to take. Mm-hmm. But the teacher's like. What do we believe in Texas? And they're like, the right to bear arms. She's like, damn straight, I'm p- packing heat everywhere I go. <laughs> I and you know Texas. what else Texas has? Tex-Mex, which is Mexican food, but better. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> how can you actually see that? That's awesome. Mexican food, but better. But better. We do it better than them, sweetie. <laughs> like, oh my God. Uh, Texans are like So every time I hear, oh, every time Phyllis says that, I just think of that professor and I'm like, oh my God, you're on a Netflix documentary. <laughs> we do it better, honey. Everything's bigger in Texas. Texas. So now Jim and Andy, Jim is just like, please let us tell the truth. Like you're <laughs> fucking this up so bad, dude. And Annie, like, he's just like, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be good. So now we're back at the hospital. Kevin wants to call the baby Little Kevin because he's so fat. <laughs> so awesome. Erin um, can't believe that he's only five pounds. And she goes, I squat with five pounds. She literally does a squat holding it. And she's like, She's I struggling. Think, <laughs> I don't think he's five pounds. And that's when the senator says, five pounds? He's not five pounds. He's nine pounds, seven ounces. That's big for a baby, correct? Holy fuck, that's big for that's a like, baby. That's like our brother, right? <laughs> <laughs> Elephant child born to local woman. Um, so, this Angela's like, what? I thought you said five pounds. I was so hopped up on so many drugs after the birth. And it's like, what? <laughs> so, Oscar gives them the gift. Well, Angela's like, oh, is that a gift? And he goes, yeah, but I, I need to return it. And the senator's like, well, if it's anything like that gorgeous wrapping paper, I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> and, like, Oscar looks at yeah. the camera. Hey. <laughs> and it's preemie pajamas. <laughs> yeah. These things are tiny. They would basically be like gym shorts on this child. <laughs> Dude, not even. I don't think it'd get past his thighs. Yeah, it's crazy. And um, Oscar's like... They literally got, like, a six-month-old baby oh my God, <laughs> for this <yeah>. role. <laughs> like, this kid is able to hold its own head off. Yeah, like, it's so It's awesome. a monster child. <laughs> And Oscar's just like, I can buy, like, other pajamas. And she's like, no, th- he came early just so he could wear these. And it's like, oh, my God. She's nicer than she ever is. Ever. Yeah. So now Oscar's, like, out in the hallway doing a talking head. And he's like, they're lying about the conception date. And i like, I know they are. And her husband's gay. I don't know what story to follow. <laughs> I love how he's, like, so excited. He knows that the <laughs> husband's gay. Senator's so gay. <laughs> So now Jim stands up in the middle of the office and he asks for everybody's attention. He apologizes, says he did not realize that his absence was going to cause so many problems. And he tells the truth. And Dwight just laughs. Yeah. He just laughs, knowing how fucked he is. Stanley and Daryl are pissed and they're like, we cover for your ass. Yeah. Daryl says that he got chewed out by a customer because their order was late. <laughs> and then like... Uh, Andy jumps in, right? Yeah, Andy jumps in. And, um, he explained, I mean, like, Jim's like, listen, Pam really needed help. I took almost no notes here because I was just annoyed, (laughs) to be honest. uh, then Daryl, um, calls out, like, dude, Andy, you said you drove him every single day. Dwight Mm -hmm. is just happy that he's going to be taking all of Jim's clients. He just starts packing up Jim's stuff in a box. Exactly. So now, Daryl, exactly, he starts putting all of his shit in there, and Andy's like, I'm not going to fire him. So instead... He literally, like, is like, Jim, look at me. Look at me in the <laughs> eyes. And he does the weakest fish fin fucking bitch slap <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Just, like, right there. And J- and Dwight's fucking pissed. Yeah. Like, flips the box over, doesn't give a shit, and he goes out and he calls Gabe. Mm. And he's gonna let that little stickler do what he does best. Stickle. <laughs> so now we're back at the hospital. Oscar is still insisting on returning the PJs. And Angela says, PJs shouldn't be baggy. It's not the barrio. <laughs> and Oscar says, 
the only premature baby here is the one that that baby ate. <laughs> and she's like, Oscar! <laughs> That's so awesome. And she admits that he was conceived out of wedlock. Now, I know that the only reason Oscar said that is because Angela dropped the Barrio comment. Oh, yeah, totally. Let's be honest. Like, he, he was going to be cool about it until yeah. she's, like, insulting him. And he's like, listen, bitch. I can get I can be a bitch, too. Yeah. So, um, Angela finally admits that he was conceived out of wedlock, that they had just seen Thor, there was too much <laughs> wine in her chicken piccata, and he goes, Marsala, and she goes, thank you. <laughs> like, she doesn't even know what dish has wine in it. So now Dwight arrives. Oscar's out in the waiting room at this point, and Dwight's looking for Gabe, and he says, oh, he's out in the car or whatever. So uh, Dwight sits down to wait for him, and he's like, you don't want to see the baby? And Oscar starts telling Dwight, he's like, I wasn't going to say anything. Oscar's such a bitch. <laughs> Spilling, Spilling the, tea. All the tea. Oh my God, girl. And he's like, I wasn't going to say anything. And he goes, and Dwight's like, then don't say anything. I fucking love Oscar. Like, how hard is it? So Oscar tells Dwight all about Philip's conception date. Like, how he was conceived before the wedding. And Dwight's interest is peaked. And he's like, how far before the wedding? And he goes, a month early. <laughs> and Dwight, like, stands up. And he, it's almost like he's walking on a cloud. Like oh, he's yeah. floating into the room. And he goes in and he looks at the baby and he says, Prominent forehead, short arms, tiny nose. You will lead millions. <laughs> is and, this when he does the talking head? Yes. Yeah, good. Um, He goes, That baby is a shrew. And, and unless somebody top mows sex... It's mine. <laughs> Unless someone top Mo- I just that Moses just like doesn't even know what sex right? is. I just love this. But he has that scarecrow girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, it's just like so bizarre that Moses is creature. Unless Mo's somebody top Mo's sex. <laughs> so now Oscar or Angela's like, oh, the baby's hungry, and the senator's immediately like, oh, that's my cue to leave. She's Can't like, look at a titty. She's like, I'm gonna be wearing this. And he goes, doesn't matter. He just like fucking bolts, and twice stays. Yeah. So now Jim um, has coerced his poor wife, who's like only a few weeks postpartum at this point, with a newborn and like a two-year-old. And frumpy. Who just gave birth (laughs) to come in and make everybody feel bad, essentially, for him staying home He's using his family as sympathy. Yeah. So they walk in, and and Pam's like, hi, everybody, and Creed goes, Angela's back with her baby. <laughs> and I just, like, poor Pam. And she's like, oh, Cece drew pictures for everyone, and there's one for each person. And um, they're ha- Jim's handing them out, and Ryan's like, why am I shorter than the table I'm standing next to? And Jim, like, looks at Pam, and she's like, I couldn't help it. <laughs> um, and then that's when Andy's like, huh. There's cross hatching. hatching here. That's pretty advanced for somebody her age. And he goes up to Cece and he goes, did you draw this? And she goes, no. <laughs> so Pam's like, oh, uh, no is everything. Cece, do you want some broccoli? And, bro-? and she goes, yes. <laughs> She's like, oh, funny things. So then Kelly goes up and she goes, Cece, it's your sister Kelly. <laughs> yeah, Not she, Aunt Kelly. Cece, it's your sister Kelly. She goes, did you draw this? And she goes, no. She rips it in yeah. half and goes, then this means nothing to you. <laughs> so then um, Andy wants her to draw a picture so that she can prove to everybody that she actually did it. And Jim's like immediately like, I don't think you need to do that. You don't need to prove yourself to these people. And Cece starts crying. PP helper. <laughs> Which then makes the baby start crying. And then everybody... It's a whole scene. I wrote that everybody gets grossed out, but that's not the term I was looking for. It's more like uncomfortable. Yeah, annoyed almost. Like, oh, God, get the fucking babies out of here. the babies are crying. Yay, I get to listen to that. (laughs) So now, Dwight is still at the hospital trying to get Angela to admit that the baby's his. And she does not. And he Mm -hmm. goes... Angela, you came to me a month before the wedding and said that the senator was not meeting your needs. And I said I could. And then I put my... And she goes, oh my God, no, you didn't. That's not true. That did not happen. Penis. She's looking at the camera. That did not happen. We were not together. And she goes, even if it did. And then he keeps going. He goes, in your vagina. Yeah. She's like, even if that did happen to happen, it doesn't mean anything. So now um, the senator comes in. And Dwight is holding the baby before he leaves, and he's looking at the baby, looking at the senator, looking at the baby, looking at the senator, like probably 15 yep. times. Then we just see him burst through these double doors. Like Vince doors. McMahon. Yeah. Doing the strut, like, oh, yeah. It's, just, it's fucking great. And he goes, nurse, you know that baby in there, Philip? And he goes, she's like, yeah. He goes, cancel the circumcision. <laughs> and she's like, who are you? And he goes, 
I just might be his father. She goes, I don't know what that means. We're still going to circumcise him. <laughs> so now we're back at the office. Jim and Pam are still trying to calm the kids down. It's fucking mayhem. Yeah. CC's running around the conference room going, no, no, no. And... Like, everybody's just like, Jim, just go home. Just go home. We'll take care it's of it. It's fine. We're yeah. good here. And Daryl goes, I have a kid. Last week, Jim at home, that was no vacation. <laughs> yeah, he knows. <laughs> it was fucking numb, man. It was. Yeah. So now, Dwight comes back into the office. He's smoking a cigar and acting, like, almost euphoric. Oh, yeah. And um, he doesn't want to tell on Jim now. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He goes, Jim's doing it for his kids. I get it. We're dads. Yeah, and like, it's him putting a fucking the, He adds the, the baby stick vinyl stick yeah. figure to his car with him. <laughs> and uh, that's how it ends. Yeah. What'd you give this one, dude? 2.7. Wow. I didn't care for it. <laughs> I gave this one a 3.8. Oh, wow. Okay. I said that I loved both of the storylines, like Angela in the hospital. The, the hospital senator. stuff was good. Yeah, That it got was. all the points. Um, Andy was a bit too much. Once Andy got involved, I was just like, all right, fuck this. Yeah. Like... It was just But whatever. bringing, like, the kids in, I thought that that was funny. How everybody, like, turned on the well, kid. I like, I like how everybody, when she's like, oh, we have a surprise for you. And everybody's like, oh, cookies? And they're and she's like, like that, damn, that would have been that a been good better. idea, too. <laughs> Instead, we have these drawings for everybody. But, like, I don't know. There was just something about this one. And it wasn't because I was in a bad mood. I watched <laughs> this one, like, on a day I was happy. But it just... I don't know, man. Like, Oscar and Aaron and Kevin and Dwight at the hospital were funny. Yeah. But, like... The stuff with Jim and at the office, I was just like, ah, just, I don't know. See, it's just I thought a, it was funny, like, bringing Ernesto in and Toby fine, being, yeah. like, the jury duty well, douche. When, when <laughs> Dwight tries to get Jim, he brings him out and he's like, Jim, do you never recognize this guy? And before Jim could, like, out himself, Toby just goes, hey, it's the empanada guy. It's Ernesto, the empanada guy. And Dwight's just like, shut the fuck up, Toby. <laughs> Why? But, the one time. <laughs> hey, Ernesto. But, hey, Toby. Toby ruins everything. He's such an asshole. Not even on purpose. He's just just, just his mm-hmm. natural character. Exactly. He's but, just trying uh, to be a nice guy and he ruins yeah, everything. This one, this was one another case of an episode that I enjoyed talking about, but I did Also, the cold opening was garbage. Oh, yeah. No, I... Cold I, opening, I, that was deduction. It's like, oh, Andy just yeah. prancing around. Like, they really couldn't come up with something better. Because yeah. I think in the next one, if I'm not mistaken, as I look here... Yeah, the next one actually has a uh, decent cold... Yeah. Oh, wait, I grabbed the wrong one. We are not doing Tallahassee tonight. No, we're not I grabbed the wrong notes. What's number four? What's we're up? doing Special Project. Special Project. All right, I'm going to have to dig that Which out. does have a pretty good cold open as well. Yeah, okay, that is the one I was thinking yeah. about. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, so is there anything else you want to talk about? No, not What's... on this one. I, I put the note that... The cold open was very reminiscent of Michael destroying the warehouse, and I know how much you hated yeah, that episode. Hated that. So I knew you were going to deduct on just, that one. That one, this one was just uh, it, Andy's involvement did bring it down. Because it's so stupid, it did it's just bring like, it down. But I still think that the stuff at the hotel or the hotel, the, the hotel. hospital, the hospital was really funny. Like I thought that it it worked. Andy was a little bit too much because of again, as soon as he came into it, you knew that he was gonna fuck everything. Yeah, up. and it was and it wasn't even like in a Michael Scott like haha, that's clever kind of way. It was yeah. just like Andy Bernard said stupid shit. Yeah, pretty much. And then he tries to cover it up and it's just like, Oh fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. I said that at the TV. Fuck! I looked at the TV, I went, Fuck you like <laughs> like Creed with the cartwheel. Fuck you, fuck you. So, uh but anyway, anything else you want to talk about? No, that's all I've got for this. Oh, week. also, lack of Robert California heard it. Yeah. I think California could have added something to this one. I think so, too. So that'll bring us to uh, episode 14 of season eight's special project. Yes, sir. But before we do that, why don't you let everybody know where they can find us? Sure, guys. So you can find us on Twitter. We like to keep it funky fresh. Post about all of our favorite screen grabs. Kevin comments on wrestling shit, too. And sports. And sports. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're starting back up again. That's right. Uh-huh. Um, so you can reach out to us on Twitter at Podcast, Or if you have long-form feedback, you can always hit us up on email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Dude, where can they find our... Uh, our podcast, the podcast? <laughs> other than where they're listening to it now well wherever you're listening to it now you can also find us on uh, google podcast spotify podbean anchor apple podcast whatever you can find us anywhere basically that podcasts are at and uh you can also i think that oh yeah each and every monday <laughs> at the Ginny position podcast feed subscribe today you will find us uh, other great podcasts there, Journey Through Infinity, uh, mm-hmm. Geek and Sassy, a bunch of other stuff. You will thank me later. Great content. We're happy to be there. We are there each and every Monday. So subscribe today to the Ginny Position podcast feed with Jennifer Smith. Yep. 
So that brings us to special project. Now the cold open is Pam and Jim come back. It's Valentine's Day, and it's Pam's first day back. And everybody's like, oh, hey, Pam. And it's just like kind of back and forth banter or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then Angela arrives. And she's back after four days after having the baby. She looks great. She's like thin. It's almost like she wasn't pregnant. Well, I love Kelly's like, damn, girl, your body. <laughs> yeah. and, and even Oscar is like, and whoa. Of, yeah, and of course Angela's like, oh, I feel like a cow. Yeah. And <laughs> poor Pam. Pam actually looks like stomach. a cow. <laughs> she oh, does She's not. wearing like that untucked shirt. Like, come oh on. God. She couldn't even wear like a business jacket or something. Come on. What? Oh, my shaming Pam. She just had a kid. <laughs> but she had, Stanley said, you had eight weeks. That's more than I had. It's a Parisian <laughs> vacation. But then uh, Angela's like, oh, you know, she, she looks great. After whatever. four yeah. days. And Pam, she made brownies and cookies for everybody. Mm -hmm. And Pam is like, how'd you find the time? She's like, well, babies sleep a lot if you feed them well enough. Like, she's like, just making these little. Her monster baby needs yeah. to eat. She's making these little, like, jabs at Pam. Exactly. And then she. You know, Pam's like, are there walnuts in those brownies? Kevin's allergic to walnuts. And Kevin's like, of course, noshing on them. He's like, don't worry, I'll take the hit. But he's like extremely allergic, but don't worry. Yeah, and so then Angela's like, no, I have brownies right here without nuts, just for Kevin. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's... Pam's like, oh, baby brain. She's like, oh, I wouldn't know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> she's like she's just digging it in. So then she offers Pam a brownie, and Pam eats it, and she's like, oh, this is delicious. Mm -hmm. And she goes, oh, I wouldn't know. I'm watching my figure. <laughs> so mean. As Pam's like scarfing it down. It's amazing that these two women are best friends in real life. <laughs> it's like, hilarious. With how venomous Angela is on the show. And then Pam gets like, oh, everybody cash. Like she's yeah, going to give Jim's cash. like, nope, it's over. <laughs> she's going to give everybody cash to make up for it. God. So we open up. Andy has Dwight in his office. He tells him to assemble a team to go to Tallahassee to open up a chain. I'm going to put the ass in, in Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Oh, we're getting there. Um, but he tells him to assemble a crew. Yes. For this. Uh, they're going to open up a chain of saber stores. And um, there, was, there was something I totally forgot. No, I guess that's about it. That's the long yeah, and short of it. Yeah, like he's yeah. getting a promotion and he's Yeah, that's gonna... how he couches yeah. it. Oh, it's going to be all expenses paid. Like Three weeks Yeah, three in weeks Tallahassee. in Tallahassee. It's going to be basically a vacation. Mm -hmm. uh, so he does a talking head, for Dwight does, where he talks about Perfektenschlag, <clears throat> the German word for when everything is just going perfectly in your life. And he gets to prove to corporate that, you know, that he's doing well. He gets to assemble a crew of competent workers. He's likely a father. Yes. It's not to be confused with the other meaning of Perfektenschlag, <laughs> perfect pork anus. <laughs> Uh, Andy and Aaron have some pins, like heart pins that like the, the, lights in them. Yeah, they're like the novelty for, yeah, pins for, for Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. And Andy's like, oh, it's a gag gift from Jessica. And he walks away and she throws hers in the well, garbage. Well, Aaron's like, oh yeah, when I saw it, it made me gag too. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, how fucking stupid well, I think I think that was actually kind of a clever line because she's just like, oh, Jessica. Like it was her way of saying like, oh, Jessica makes me gag. Yeah, that's I how I took it. So. <laughs> anyway, I think um, she doesn't know what the fuck a gag gift is. <laughs> either, but uh, then she does a talking head where she's just like, "I'll carpool with Andy like Jessica does," or you know, she she's not. I over. don't feel bad for her. Oh. I do not feel bad for her in any way, shape, or form. Why? Because she was with Gabe, but she, she found made love. a choice. Uh, but no, hold on, because you're forgetting that she did the sock puppet thing to ask Andy. She made her move. Yeah, and Andy was probably already dating Jessica. Well, Andy shot her down in front of everybody. I don't Remember? feel bad for her. Oh, God, okay. No, so, because she started dating Gabe, and then when Andy was like, I really want to be with you, she's like, I need some time. <laughs> I need some time to myself. Oh, hot cocoa. She's from North Dakota. Yeah, I need some time to myself. <laughs> okay. And so then he's like, you know what? She doesn't want to be with me. I'm going to find a normal, competent, smart woman okay. who likes to run. But he still likes her. It's he likes the... her, but he's not romantically interested in her, and she's, like, fucking stalking him at this point. No, she's not. He stalked her. Do you not remember the Christmas episode we just He finished? made sure that Robert California did not give her a ride. She did not survive. <laughs> okay. That is different, sir. Okay. So, Dar Anyway, she throws her pin in the garbage. Daryl walks into his office place, yeah. whatever, and uh, there's a knit hat from Val on mm -hmm. his desk, and he's like, ooh. So he got her a romantic gift, and he's going to, you know... To decide what what's he say? Is that the <laughs> that face? That's like a hot tub time machine that face. That's perfect. But he says that um, he got her a romantic yeah. gift to te like kind of test the waters, yeah, essentially. Basically, so Dwight tries to recruit Pam 
to go on this trip with her. He doesn't. How does he say? He's like, get your he says, best get one your piece. best postpartum swimwear, yeah. one piece, or the offers are sending. <laughs> yeah. And she's just like, is this what has, what Andy talked to you about in the office? Because he still hasn't revealed what it is yet. Yeah. And he's just like, duh, you blah. He just gets up and walks yeah. away. Yeah. Well, he's, he's talking about um, barbecue, and she goes, "I'll go anywhere for good barbecue." <laughs> and then Jim goes, "Yeah, me too." And he goes, "Offer is not like extended to you." Of course, Pam would go for barbecue after she scarfed that brownie down in the first. <laughs> Your eye rolls so great. So anyway, Daryl goes down to the warehouse to see Val. And then he notices that everybody in the warehouse is wearing a knit hat. Yep. She's like, "Oh, I love to knit." And yeah. that's when she's like, "Oh, what's that gift in your hand?" He's like, "This is for." And Nate comes over. He says, "This is for my boy Nate." <laughs> and he gives it to Nate. And Nate like is so happy. He he's opens like, oh it up. Oh my god, Daryl! He opens it up and it's cashmere gloves. <laughs> and he's rubbing them on his face. He reads the card, which is like, "I'm so happy to have you in my life." And he's like, "Daryl, I, I had no idea." Thank you so much. I wish I got you something. I love Nate he's so much. So awesome. He's so pure. He really is. He's naive. So Dwight is trying to assemble his crew, and no idiots, and we see Kevin, I think it's Kevin, Aaron, and Creed trying to touch their noses with their tongues, <laughs> and Creed's like, it hurts! <laughs> he goes, no meth heads, as he goes by Meredith. Um, no, and then we say, what's your name? And it's Kathy. No Why Kathy. is she still there? Well, <laughs> that question is asked in the I episode. know! So Jim gets a text from Robert California saying, oh, bring your golf clubs to Florida. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, what? What? How do I respond to that? Like, just a question mark?" And like, Pam is coaching him how to respond appropriately to the boss's text to message. the CEO's text message. Whatever. So Dwight wants. He goes into uh, the office with Andy and says he wants Angela, Oscar, Toby, Daryl, and Phyllis. <laughs> and Andy says, "How about someone not you know less essential? You know, I still need the office to run." Yeah, <laughs> and. Like, Andy gives him a list with Daryl, Phyllis, Kelly, Kathy, and Kevin. Ugh. And they butt heads over it. they got to try and figure out who's going. Yeah. So Jim and Pam are now in the break break room, and they're going to go with a golf text. Like, oh, you should come up next time you're in Pennsylvania, we'll play, or whatever. Mm. And Jim's like, maybe I should just call them. And Kelly's in there, freaks out. <laughs> what are you going to, you're going to call somebody who texts you? What is wrong with you? Like, freaking out. Are you out. trying to drive them away? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Daryl gets a call from somebody looking for Val, mm-hmm. and it's her boyfriend. Looking to send some flowers. Yes. So <laughs> Dar- the guy's like, can you give me the number? And Daryl's like, I'm looking for a pin. What do you need a pin for? <laughs> and he's just like, mind your own business. Right. Step off. <laughs> so um, I said what I said. Dwight calls five people to the conference room. And then he spills the beans and says the others were rejected. Yeah, he, for, well, he calls those five. Yeah, and he tells them that it's for a all-paid... An all-expenses-paid yeah, business trip, trip to, to Tallahassee Florida. for three weeks. Yeah, and everyone gets pissed off. You know, it's the classic we've Why all seen. Why them, not me. Yeah, we've seen it a million times where everybody gets butthurt and yeah. starts yelling. But thank you, Meredith, because she goes, Why is Kathy even still here? Pam's back. Why is she... And the look on her face, she's like, oh, I don't know why I'm here. Right? Like, uh, and so... You Dwight, were a temp. You should not be there anymore. Dw- Dwight has Andy come out, and Andy's all like, oh, I'm Andy. <laughs> you know, That's the only way you can say it. <laughs> like hemming and hawing, not giving an answer. Oh, I did like that somebody said uh, when Angela was called, they're like, uh, you and your... Oh, Kelly said that, yeah. Your enormous monster baby. <laughs> She's like, I do not have an enormous monster baby. Stanley says he deserves to go because every shirt that he has that doesn't isn't a work shirt is Tommy Bahama. <laughs> and he's the only person in the office who watches Burn Notice. <laughs> which is fantastic. Um, so yes, Stanley. Andy and Dwight basically say, in the next half hour, write down, make a presentation for why you should go. And they'll go from there. So Jim and Pam are, again, going over a text about how Jim has to take care of the newborn and he can't go down to Florida or whatever. Mm. And he immediately gets a text back, LOL, from Robert. <laughs> uh, Ryan is in the office with with uh, Dwight and Andy doing a PowerPoint about youth and trends yeah. and how they should send him or Kelly. He does not, not want to go. Yeah, not both of them for three weeks. So... Uh, Kevin is in there talking about how... I I love Dwight's comment on the PowerPoint. Andy's like, oh, he did a PowerPoint. And Dwight says, PowerPoints are the peacocks of the business world. I'll show no meat. (laughs) He's eating. That's a man who's eating. He's eating peacock. So Kevin talks about how he beat his gambling addiction. So now he can go to the dog track just for fun. Yeah. Maybe place a few dollars down if it's a big mismatch or something. (laughs) 
Uh, Toby talks oh about his God. seasonal affective disorder. He literally is Eeyore. I know I use that reference a lot. I know, he but is he Eeyore. is. But I, I, like, okay, guys, so we're recording this in October, I know. Yeah, yeah I know. It, it's <laughs> December now when you're listening to this, but we're recording in October, which is mental health month. Is it? Yes. I thought this was breast cancer month. It's many months. I think it's pie <laughs> month, too. I pie month? Oh, know. shit. But I do know that it's, like, mental health month. And seasonal affective disorder is a real it mental it's disorder or mental health thing. And Toby says, thank you for saying that. Yeah, and Andy and Dwight are like, oh, sad is real, because we're not all experiencing the same winter. <laughs> I love that. That's like Andy's only funny line in this right. episode. So I just, it while we are laughing at it... Just want to raise awareness. It is a real. Oh, come thing. on, we laugh about all shit. On I here. know. I just wanted to throw that out there again. I know it's December when you're hearing this. Lay under but... one of your fluorescent lamps or whatever you people do. You know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's right, a real Kevin, thing. They do have those. Go it's on. Like a little lizard. Um, Seasonal affective disorder. So the next person in is Florida Stanley. <laughs> It is Stanley dressed like he's off fucking Miami, Miami Vice. Vice. He's wearing this white suit with a pink shirt, uh, fedora. With, with a matching fedora, because yeah. the fedora is white with a pink stripe on it. Yes. Oh my god, so amazing. And he even has a he pocket, has a pocket square. Yeah. Oh god, it's so great. And Florida talks, Stanley smiles. <laughs> Florida, like, Florida Stanley's so, so amazing, you wonder why he doesn't live there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so great. And, um, well, he's not retired yet. That's, he could work on that. <laughs> so... Aaron walks in, and they pretty much reject her outright. It's because she's a moron. She's great. Uh, Jim and Pam now. Oh, my God. Jim and Pam are so boring in this episode. Yeah, I didn't even write notes on Jim and Pam's storyline here. At this point, Pam's just like, you should go to Florida. It's only three weeks, and I have my mom and sister. Three weeks. It's almost a month of your newborn baby's life, but but okay. She has her mom and sister to help out, which Jim thinks is hell. She's like, well, with my mom and my sister there, he's like, we'll be awful. She's like, I was going to say helpful. (laughs) Yeah, so Jim Jim doesn't like the in-laws. But, um, they, you know, we never got any follow-up on the whole Isabel thing, did we, with Dwight? No. Well, he just did nipped he, it in the bud. Did he? Wait. After what? he did the countertops. No, because she came back. Didn't they go out again? No, that was after Jim and Pam had pee-pee halpert, and he was destroying their cabinets. I know, and, and she, she came over and she, like, macaroni they, and cheese. They were going to go out again, because that's when he... They were going to. I don't think they, they ever never did. Because he, remember, he was going to, like... He was doing the contract with Angela. He immediately regretted it. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of a loose thread they never followed up on. Oh, yeah, because after she had the baby, they went to uh, Dave and Buster's, Yeah, that's right, with Mike, date Mike. Yeah. Yeah, this is so weird, now that I think about it. Never went anywhere. No. Weird. Okay, so, um, where am I? Oh, Jim and Andy, or Jim goes in with Andy and Dwight. And he, he, Dwight was like, no, no way. Jim is Jim is a non-essential. He should stay here and work. Yeah. And Jim's like, well, you should have said I was essential then if I have to stay here and work. Yeah. And he shows them the Robert California text. He's like, I'm going. So they're like, oh, all right. Well, Dwight's pissed. Yeah. But So they go out now, and Andy announces the list of people who are going. And with each name, Dwight gets even angrier and angrier. His reaction is Kathy, fucking everything. Stanley. No. Fuck. Ryan. God damn it. Aaron. Fuck. I think that's when he yells, fuck. <laughs> and then he says, Jim. And like, it's nobody Dwight wanted. Dwight goes in the conference room and just screams. <laughs> ah! Just like bellows. Like he's getting like hit, hit with a hot poker. Yeah, at least he's getting Stanley. He wanted Stanley in the beginning. <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh, no. He wanted, wanted Daryl. Phyllis and Daryl. Yeah. yeah. So in the conference room now. Dwight has like the humidity. He has like the fucking shit going on. There's a po- there's posters of Casey Anthony, Hurricanes, Catherine Harris, quite the reference. Spring break. Um, cockroaches, alligators. Um, old people. Old people. Lots of old people. Oh my God, it's just amazing. And Hurricanes is on there a few times. This I is think. their their Florida orientation. Oh, he also released mosquitoes in the room. Yes, which bite Stanley. Yeah. And that's when he holds up bullfrog. She's like, these guys will take care of the mosquitoes after we're done. <laughs> But Dwight tries breaking them down, like, scared straight style, Mm -hmm. so that they'll back out and he can get the people he wants. But none of them, like, back down in front of him. Mm -hmm. So he gives up, whatever. So, oh, he also has a whiteboard of Florida facts. Scarfaces. Theme parks. Sinkholes. Heat stroke. Brooke Hogan. Amazing. (laughs) The morbidly obese people and the geriatric capital of the world. Oh, my God. 
And then he's doing this thing with like a picture of an old man who's touching Aaron, oh. and he's gonna be the next Mrs. Rosenblatt. <laughs> I'll make you the seventh Mrs. Yeah. Rosenblatt. <laughs> and she's like doing everything. Do to you want to it... change my colostomy bag? <laughs> he's doing everything to make it unappealing. Yes. Uh, we see Daryl now in the in the uh, warehouse, and Nate got him oh. Nate coupons or Nate napons. <laughs> like for a tickle monster attack. I will bring you a piece of gum whenever, wherever. <laughs> yeah. And he sees Val with flowers. Yeah. So Daryl asks her, oh, you nice flowers there. She's like, oh, they're from my mom. And that's when Daryl calls her out. He's like, oh, yeah, because like, I got a call from a guy. Is your mom a guy named Brandon? <laughs> and like after a while, Val's just like, yeah. And she yeah. smiles at him and walks away. And that's when Daryl does a talking head. He says, it's a love beanie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so even though she's in a committed relationship, she's a hoe and flirt, flirting with the Everybody on this... With. Everybody on this show, like all, the, nobody knows what, you the, know what the fuck the, monogamy. Do you means, know what apparently. this show taught me? That true love really does conquer all. That people can be in relationships with other people and realize that their true love is somewhere else, and they can find it. It's actually kind of inspiring. I'm glad that you got positive out of people cheating. on Is each this other. not every Disney movie? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on. Well, normally they're not in relationships with other people. Disney I guess doesn't not. exactly. You know, but spout that, but, but at the same time, true love conquers all it, is the theme. Most it does of the time. take a real world view, though, that you know relationships aren't perfect, except yeah. for Jim and Pam's, apparently. <laughs> no, not even theirs, because she was in a relationship. Okay, but that was the start of theirs, and ever since then, smooth sailing. But um, like w- when I look at it, I'm like, you know, this is kind of cool actually, because most shows, it's just like the show starts and the people are together. Or the people get together. Mm-hmm. It's because like this is a reality that happens. Yeah, you know, that like they have obstacles that they yeah, have to or, or that people like. I mean, nobody will tell you that like Pam and Roy should have been together. They were together because they were together essentially from like high school. Right? Yeah, they were just always together. Mm-hmm. They were complacent. I mean, he left her at a hockey game <laughs> on their first date with his brother. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, like this show, like it just tells you like. You know, don't give up. If yeah. you are unhappy in a relationship and all the work you put into it doesn't pay off, there could be something else out there for you. I think yeah. that's refreshing. Yeah. No way. But anyway, um, Nate coupons. Yeah, napons. Tickle monster attack is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. So um, the Florida team gets together. Aaron does a talking head where she says she's not coming back. Thank God. <laughs> Dwight tells them, like, what it's about and everything. And they all have, like, ideas, and Dwight yeah. is shocked that they're good ideas. like, it's going to be the Saber ver- version of an Apple store. So they immediately start having ideas and yeah, talking. Like a brainstorming and session. Dwight's, like, proud now of yeah. the team. He's like, oh, I've assembled like, a good group. He's like, holy shit, these yeah. people actually have ideas. So now they're all leaving, and Ryan doesn't care about Kelly. Kelly's like, I'm going to miss you so much, I'm going to keep your coat. And she's like, just put it on my desk. She's like, I'm going to sleep with it so I have you with me. He's like, just leave it at my desk. I'll see you later. And he God. just leaves. Uh, Pam and Jim kiss, because they're Pam, Jim and Pam. Aaron hugs Andy and says, I'm not going to see you for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's only three months. you know. Three weeks. Three weeks, whatever. And then Kathy, okay, so this is the first time we've ever heard her speak, basically. Yeah. And she's on the phone talking about how Jim and Pam's marriage is not holding up. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to be in the Tallahassee for three weeks, so, you know, it's going to happen. Of course they're going to, it's going to happen. Yeah. So that's... Fuck you, Kathy. I like Kathy. She's a woman who knows what she wants. Which, can I also just <laughs> say, so... This is um, one of... I'm going to ruin it for you. No. This is one of the most hated characters on the show. Kathy? Yeah. I like her. Like, no, people... I feel bad for this actress. I forget her name, but I actually saw a Twitter thread of hers, and it said, imagine being so... Like, your character being hated so much that on my personal Twitter, when I posted that my dog died, people said, good, you deserved it. (laughs) Like, people hate her that much. I'd actually hate... A lot more people on the show more than right? I her. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. There's a lot of other people on this show who I'd give Steve Carell more guff than her. Like she's such a minor component of the show. Like, but people hate her that much. So I mean, you shouldn't hate somebody personally because they did fake, a good job acting. Yeah. This is like hating um, a wrestler for like doing a heel promo. Exactly. Yeah. So um, while fuck you, Kathy. I don't say fuck you to the actress who played Kathy. Sorry your dog died, ma'am. Yeah, that's a horrible thing to go through, and my sympathies go out to you. So what did you give this one? I gave this one a 3.5. I said it was an awesome cliffhanger. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, I gave it a 2.8. Wow. Not a fan. I just... When I think about it, as I'm going through it, Florida Stanley, great. You get points for that. Cold Mm -hmm. Open, you get points for that. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But it, again, like I said... Postpartum swimwear, make it a one-piece <laughs> or the offers are sending. It's just like the middle part of the episode was like a total rehash where it's like, oh, well, why do they get to do that? And everybody stops because Like, everybody ceases being an adult and just starts yelling like it's... That's fifth. real life, though. Not any I have, been. I have witnessed people doing that. People are so retarded. Kevin, for work, Ridiculous. we went to the Philippines. A th- it, it, I mean... I don't think it's a third... Well, where we went was <laughs> just, not a third world say, country. Okay, you went to the Philippines, okay. But, um... <laughs> you don't have to put them down. <laughs> no, I don't mean it like that. But, like, it's not like we went to this, like, tropical... You didn't go to Australia. No, yeah. like, we didn't go to this tropical destination, Yeah, we'll say. But, um, people were upset at who got chosen to go. Be- well, and it's just because it was an opportunity <sighs> that some people got and some people didn't. But it was like, exactly like this. I would have rather gone for it. I have but. less. I have less faith in humanity day by day. But like I don't know. Like that was like something we've seen before. It was just a different reason and for that's them to do real that. life, though. Honestly, I know, but I don't know. It just didn't. That was that, and they've uh, never traveled. They've never had business. And the B the B storyline was Jim and Pam constructing a text. No, I would say that was like <clears> a C storyline. A B storyline was Val. Daryl and Nate. I guess. That was okay. Nate was a highlight. Yeah, but like, it was just, is. it was just like. I loved when he walked up with his cashmere gloves on yeah. and went up to his elbow. <laughs> Great, Daryl. But it just was okay. I I mean, 2.8 is still better than average, you know? I just, mm-hmm. it just, I don't know. There's something missing in these episodes. And it, I'll tell you what. It was, is it, does, is it the name of a state? No, yeah, actually, yeah. That's, <laughs> he is missing because in the earlier part of the season when he was in, like, Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It added so much energy. There's like energy really lacking did. in these episodes. Yeah. Well, the only one who's bringing it is Dwight. Yeah. It's a different Andy's... dynamic when Robert California is there. Yeah. And Andy just doesn't do it. He's just not cut out for yeah. it. Like this character, not maybe not Ed Helms, but the character, it's just not cut out. I don't out. think that he should have been manager. No, he shouldn't be a lead. Like, no. I'm sorry. It's just he's not. He's not a strong enough character to be a lead. No, it's just not working. And like, he's getting outshone. And out laughs, <laughs> out laughs by like people like Stanley and Oscar and Nate and Toby. Yeah, like Nate has three lines in an episode, and he's he makes what we want to talk about more yeah, than Andy. He, he makes them count. Yeah, and it, like I don't want to like keep berating on Andy. Helms. Like it feels like every week Andy's the reason. Andy this, but it is like after a while it just no, is. It's you the know. Truth. And the reason he got the manager job is because at the time the hangover did so well. They said Ed Helms will be a bigger They gave him a big star raise, I'm sure. Dwight is. And Dwight really is the Dwight's the heart. Star. Dwight's the heart of the oh, show. Oh, God, yeah. If Steve Carell was the soul, Dwight was the heart. Yeah. But it's just... Uh, that just didn't do it for me. But do you want to talk about anything in particular? No, that's all I had. Um, next we week we're going to hit up episode 15, Tallahassee. And episode 16, After Hours. All right. So until then, guys, you can find us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. You can reach out to us via email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. And you can find us on any podcasting app that you use, whether you can find us on Spotify, Google, Anchor, uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, whatever. You can find us anywhere. And as All well, subscribe to the Jenny Position Podcast feed where you can find us each and every Monday along with other great shows that come on there throughout the week, like Geek and Sassy, Talk and Pop, and so much more. And I guess that'll be it for this week, so we'll catch you all on down the road. Thanks, guys.